0: Hey, TRB fans, Lacey here. Are you gearing up for May the 4th and Make Solo 2 Happen Day? Find the perfect Star Wars pins, necklaces, keychains, rings, and more at jewelrybrands.shop. Want more Grogu in your life? They have tons of officially licensed products from all of Star Wars, including The Mandalorian. And hey, while you're there, use code TRB at checkout for 10% off. So that's jewelrybrands.shop, and may the Force be with you.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: see him again in andor i don't know we're gonna try to figure that out with a little speculation nation welcome everybody this is the resistance broadcast i'm john thank you for joining us today monday news day where we give our takes on all the latest star wars news also rumors and that sort of stuff we try to get in the mix give our takes on uh what we think is going on in a galaxy far far away uh james and Lacey with me as always james Welcome back, mm-hmm. James. He's
0: back. Oh, you gotta do it.
2: Oh, I'm back, baby. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Did his voice even just crack? That's, no, that I just know. I was like, not, is that it? It's not. It's back, baby. It's I'm, I'm back, back, baby. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> that went exactly how I'd hoped it would. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's like sounded like share. Oh, I'm back. Yeah. Um, James. Uh, how was how was your vacation? Did You have a good time. You unwind. Did you did you try to not think about Star Wars? Uh, how was it? Um, He's got no, a vacation I
0: mean, shirt on. He's in full vacation mode. That's yeah. a big
2: vacation shirt. Yeah, yeah. So
3: I I definitely went and uh, picked up a couple of those like Hawaiian esque, You know what I mean? Like <laughs> uh, type shirts. Just oh, like this. Oh, here he comes. Here he comes.
0: I love that he got the Star went. Wars celebration and has left them in his basement since he got them in like November.
3: Yeah, he goes oh like this, and then he proceeds to leave for like twenty seconds now. Like <laughs> I don't know <laughs> where he, he went. Left
0: the items downstairs. He has to yeah, go get them so down he's the gonna come side. back I'll be right back there. down in a minute,
3: guys. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um no, it was it was definitely a fun trip, and I'm glad that you guys were able to, um, or not were able to, but okay. let me go. Oh, there he is.
2: Hey. <sighs> Now tell me, has sl-
0: that been sitting in your basement since November?
2: Flights <laughs> of stairs will get you, yeah, I'm my sure they, age. They will. Um, I don't know where this today. <laughs>
0: okay. Anyway, yes. So that was all we, for a bit. All right. It wasn't the same without you, but yes, we did have a couple people on.
2: No. Yeah. Uh, yeah so it did, was you,
3: great. did you? Did you? Yeah, did you check out the episodes? Uh, Absolutely, or... yeah. And I found Not out that apparently like, Adam Witt no. lives in Dayton, so we gotta be doing. We gotta be doing some stuff. That's cool. He
2: lives oh. in LA. He's from, from
1: Dayton. Oh no! And he had a Dayton. Um, did I miss
3: yeah, that? Sure. I'm he sitting went, there like, oh, he's from Dayton. He's from Dayton. That's awesome. He went,
2: yeah, he went. He chased his dream,
3: James. Oh he my went, he's gosh. Out on the coast. Never mind. Um, I'm sorry, Adam.
2: But yeah, so Lacey and I <laughs> were gonna yeah, put together out at a
3: catering the, tri- the barbecue. But- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Inside jokes for Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. Um, Lacey Um, and I were going to put together a trivia, TRB trivia, to see if you actually paid to watch the episodes. But we, were. Uh, we, we were. believe we believe you did. Yeah. Um, James. <laughs> so so uh, did you did you like seeing uh Steve talking about Star Wars again?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he, he's funny, man. I, I you know I still catch a uh an episode of BSR every once in a while and stuff. Like oh, I, yeah? I I love those guys. Um. Yeah. And, and like you said, I mean, it's fun. It, it's fun. I know they they kind of took their sabbatical from it. And um, I think they're I think Steve said something that I had said recently on the show that we were discussing that, like, I feel like there was like the Last Jedi solo shake up for a long time. And I feel like we've all mediumed out as a as a fan community Um, there's still like weird little things, ups and downs and and little things. There's always going to be that. But I feel like there was this huge shakeup that caused them to get out of there. And I think he's feeling the same way I am. Whereas like, I think a lot of that stuff has kind of progressed and run its course. And now we're just in a kind of a, a new state where it's like, it still exists, but it was, it was bad, and now it's like it's like it, like somebody passing away or something like that. There's like a period of time where it's like really bad, and it still sucks. It's still there, but it's yeah. like you're kind of okay with it, or you've come to terms with it to to a degree. Hmm. Yeah,
0: you look like yeah. you got some color.
3: Maybe I I did increase my saturation on this camera though. No, I'm oh. just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just playing with <laughs> you. No, uh, probably. I mean, You're uh, also we were out on next the beach a ghost, for... so.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's the resistance. I has
3: a Couple of really cool stories this week, and we're gonna kick it off by talking a little bit about the possibility of us finally owning in our, our hands, or not owning at least, but like holding a real lightsaber. Um, this there was actually this uh, a, a virtual event that happened that had to do with Disney Parks, and it was not able to be broadcast or really kind of covered in any way really they couldn't take video they couldn't do photos or anything like that so we kind of just got to take the word for the people that were there but it was very clear that they revealed something really cool uh within the star wars world which is this new um thing that was patented a while ago so you may have seen it but they actually brought it out on stage and showed it um and they you know hit the button and like it actually like comes up and then lights up and it's so crazy uh what they're getting ready to come up with and we think this could obviously be used for um it, it might be a, a toy or something but more likely uh used for an attraction at Galaxy's Edge. This is really cool guys. Um I wanted to start with you, Lacey, on this one. What what did you think of the uh real lightsaber that was unveiled at this Disney Parks virtual event?
0: Well First of all, I hope they show it eventually because the only people that got to see it were from the press. And then mm-hmm. um, I believe Scott Townbridge, right? That's his name. Uh, one of the Imagineers. Trowbridge. Trowbridge. I'm so sorry. Trowbridge. Trowbridge. <laughs> he uh, had tweeted that it does exist. They're mm-hmm. not showing it yet, but it does exist. So my understanding from the patent that they had filed a couple of years ago is that's basically an LED tape that works on a spool that when it come the lightsaber comes out of the tube it's this led tape that stretches out and then when you retract it it goes back onto the spool
3: yeah
0: um so yeah it sounds cool i can't wait to uh see it in action i know it's not gonna be cheap uh knowing disney just because the wait. park stuff is expensive
2: yeah they explained how it works or you're yeah. guessing no and you the patent. can see the it explains patents it. pictures yeah so so what explain that to me again okay so
0: they have like LED tape. It's a tape, piece of tape. I actually have some in my house. Uh, it's yeah, it's I a, do
2: too, actually. It's a piece think.
0: of tape with lights on it, like this, like little square lights. And you usually put it like above beams or cabinets in your kitchen.
1: Right, basically right. Basically any
0: type of of lighting. Uh, and the way this lightsaber works is the tube extends and the tape extends and it's on a spool, like kind of like a measuring tape. and then
3: you're unrolling yep and And then then when you
0: retract it it brings it back in Mm
3: -hmm. so so actually a good example might be think if you had a motorized measuring tape and inside the measuring tape that you were able to like push a button and it turned the motor on and it started spinning the measuring tape backwards so that it forced the piece out right that's kind of what's happening and it's it's then pushing the telescoping plastic or whatever's around it out as well. Um, but I right. think it's like connected at the end because then when you reverse it,
2: it pulls that telescoping. It's pulling it back, back in, in like a
0: measuring tape. That's yeah. what I thought about it.
2: Mm-hmm. So it's not real. then.
0: No, it's not an actual thing, <laughs> yeah. but what people saw. <laughs>
2: John, you was saw that looked... video on YouTube <laughs> with the real lightsaber.
0: <laughs> people just assumed it was like, you know, a, a, big deal i guess and it is a big deal it's it's really cool but i wouldn't say it's like it's not like shooting actual like light that can cut through stuff
3: no yeah yeah, yeah. um one, one day yeah my,
0: my <laughs> one initial... day, what do you want to cut through what
3: i don't know one like day
0: a, i'll do it a, one day
3: a crate dragon we cut mm-hmm. up some meat yeah um my initial thought with this was that it wouldn't actually be something that you can buy now i could be wrong on that but I remember there was a report a while ago that was um, it had more to do with like a technology that they were using that was like you could deflect beams uh, like blaster beams being shot at you using this like lightsaber thing Oh,
0: like a show thing.
3: No, like like an attraction, like you well, would. Well,
0: that's go what I'm saying. In. Like a sh- oh, an, oh, oh. So oh, like they oh. would give
3: you a lightsaber, and then you would go in, and there would be like that's the hotel, right? Being shot at you, and you would be able to like deflect. That's the them hotel. It could be. Yeah. So then, yeah. So then I thought I was like, okay, so there's obviously the technology going into the lightsaber as well, because it needs to be able to do this. Um, and I wonder how they're going to do that. And then around the same time, I would say this patent came out for an actual retractable lightsaber. And I was like, I, you gotta think those two are the same.
0: Yeah. The star cruiser has this whole experience that you can go to the hotel and do this deflecting lightsaber thing.
3: So now that you're saying it is like an item that you could purchase, that makes perfect sense, too. I understand that. Um, mm-hmm. And that's very likely as well. But um, my gut reaction to it was that this was uh, part of an attraction, like right. something that they would give you, you would use, and you'd be like, wow, that's neat. And then you hand it back to them when you're walking. I
0: out. can't wait to see it. That's all I got to say. But I can't imagine this being any cheaper than a Hasbro Force Effects lightsaber, which is at this point, right. they're hitting 249
2: mm-hmm. in yeah, in price. So. yeah crazy
3: john what what did you think of the lightsaber i mean i know you're disappointed it literally wasn't a real lightsaber i can't cut through (laughs) stuff now look don't
2: tell me don't 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 be that cool guy and be like hey it's real and then like give me a tape measure though that's all i'm saying
3: star wars newsnet (laughs) covered it as real there's I know. Did you
0: write that headline?
2: <laughs> I wrote the headline. Yeah. But you put it. You put it in quotes. You put it in quotes because he. That's what he said. The that's the whole point out. of it. Like, <laughs> he said, it's real. You know. So what happens when they actually do make the real one? That one. It, it's really real and really dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't know. I, I guess it's cool. I can't really say anything about it until I see it. Like, no offense, but and you explained it probably perfectly, Lacey. But my dad's an electrician. It sounds a little disappointing. I
0: don't know. I, I can't wait to see it. I
2: think it's I really can't cool.
3: possibly be imagining you're disappointed by this because it's not a real lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, but literally, like, no, thinking like no other toy company or business ever has created an actual retracting.
2: Light well, the retracting—they had the, retracting, the, they had the retracting lightsabers that the plastic would go yes, inside that piece. but and then that they're piece each different piece. pieces of plastic. No, but that, yeah, that's. <laughs> I'm curious what I just want to see it. That's all I'm saying because <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to overhype myself for it, and and do that whole thing. I'm sure it's cool. I'm sure it's going to be five billion dollars. Uh, or you get it? I bet it it's four hundred bucks. Or you get it if you reserve a month stay at the Disney World galactic cruiser <laughs> hotel they only let
0: I'm you stay for three days
2: yeah but unless like you're like yeah but i'm the lightsaber. i'm a guy. resident and, at the star cruiser
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> i'm saying you light a real lightsaber and say i'm staying here for.
3: i'm still thinking it's a it's an a, it's an attraction piece because i could see the motors like going out after a while or something or people are trying to hit with it and it breaks the motor and then there's this big like problem because they spent all this money on it so I think uh, they're going to use it in the, the the attraction, and then when it breaks, they just like toss it and put in a new one, and everybody everybody's works. It would be works. cool
2: if yeah, like at, especially during nighttime when they do like the scenes, and you see like Ray versus Kylo Ren if they're like fighting. Oh, that's a, Rey that's Rey a good point. Stuff. Like not like the actual. Well, oh, like, that's what I was
0: saying at first. Is not the training one is shows like with Ray the
3: shows. That's what I would figure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, I didn't think about but, that but yeah that makes even more sense
2: i i i am just you know giving it a hard time i i think that is really cool that they're you know they put so much time you, and effort in it shows really that, it shows that, it shows <laughs> that they care it shows that they care and I think that's cool because I don't necessarily think this is gonna be a retail thing I really do think it's gonna be just in the park uh for the sake of the show and the events and stuff I don't think people are gonna be buying this stuff but um who knows i mean we have to learn more about it um but all I think
0: about is the sport it's, it's an where people were yeah. stealing sporks to the point that Disney was like, "No more sporks. We're only selling them." So now you have to right. buy the spork. It's kind of,
2: yeah. You know how like you feel, you like seeing things you like constantly wanting to do more mm. or g- get better and stuff. And you know, Star Wars is not banking on just being Star Wars. They're looking to advance and and do things to make the experience more like Star Wars. And you, I really. Do appreciate that it, it makes me know that there are people that are it is a business but they want people happy and that's the part of doing that so I, I think that's cool i just want to I, I kind of want to see it and see more of it and stuff like that before i'm like oh my god take my money you know mm-hmm. but um it's cool it is cool well, um i noticed that more. when you
0: freak out you just start talking like me is that <laughs>
2: that is that how you talk I just
0: kidding
3: which voice john sees something take really cool money. and he goes wow i'm lacy <laughs> take my money <laughs> um, all
2: right Note cool yourself, that's the lacy voice <laughs>
3: let's talk about this other story john. here and uh <laughs> we've been talking a lot recently about leaked material and what that means for the story um but sometimes you know we get these like images and things we we kind of want to just touch on them a little bit um there was some new leaked set photos or whatever uh from the Star Wars Andor <laughs> series um these uh as, as I'll, I'll let Lacey get into it cuz she actually noticed something really cool about them is that it, it doesn't seem so much like it's part of the set it actually looks like it was kind of filmed like more on a location that they were repurposing so that's kind of neat um but I think the big headline that everybody was going with was that there were these uh imperial soldiers or, or members of the imperial army that kind of looked very familiar to a lot of different things like isb officers uh uh Yularin, um and more specifically because it's in that rogue one area um of uh uh director krennic um kind of had that style i believe the original photos were taken by somebody's like hey look uh guys who look like krennic um, so it kind of raises the question, and we were going to talk a little bit about Orson Krennic possibly showing up um, in in this uh, and or other series. Get it? And or? No, 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 that's a bad joke. <laughs> um, but uh, but no, uh, John. Let's get started really quick right away. What, what were your thoughts when you saw the photos? Were you happy about another leak, or or do you think this is interesting? What's what's going on?
2: Yeah, yeah. This stuff um, doesn't. Like bother me at all. I I don't mind seeing stuff like this that doesn't seem to give that much away. Like I remember when the episode nine, uh, behind the scenes photos of the sun came out. Um, when they were outside of the Cardington air sheds and they were just in that field. And then you know it turns out that they were standing in front of a you know CGI Death Star two wreckage, but we didn't know that. They're just standing on some grassy field. Uh, and it's just cool like seeing stuff like that. So I, I never minded things like that. I have this tells me nothing about the story. What I do find cool is seeing the Imperial Security Bureau officers and uh, that, you know, is there their version of like the FBI for the empire? Um, and it could be in a situation where they're looking for a spy and there could be a cat and mouse game going on here. And I like that because that always instantly gives you uh heightened tension and action. And that's what I think this, series is going to be a lot of um, a lot of, Oh, we just missed them kind of things. And Cassian just getting by, just sneaking by before getting caught, that sort of stuff. And the hope that maybe we could get an appearance by Ben Mendelsohn as Krennic uh, series are certainly not below Ben Mendelsohn by any stretch of the imagination. He recently did one, the outsider on Showtime, HBO. He did bloodline for Netflix Um, He's certainly experienced in doing those types of uh, serialized storytelling. And I think he really enjoyed playing Krennic because he marched out there in his uniform at Celebration, I believe it was, as Krennic and took the stage with the whole ISB clan and crew. It was so cool. Right. You were there, right? I was. Star Wars does this a lot where they'll be filming at a major studio. Obviously, Pinewood's a favorite of theirs. And they're filming there for Andor right now where they'll pick a location within a hundred miles like they did with the rise of Skywalker. They went uh, to outside of the Cardington airsheds. They found some fields that they had uh, Vic Mahoney doing second unit shooting. Mm-hmm. And that wound up being the Kef beer uh, foreground of the death star 2 wreckage. And this looks like something very similar where they're scouting locations that look star Wars-y and they found this spot. I don't know if it's a shopping mall. I don't know if it's a pier, who knows what it is, but it looks like there's water there. And, uh, they, they don't have to do a lot of set dressing obviously there's some minor rows of green screen there but a lot of it's going to be pretty or, organic so i don't know what this is or or what but to me with when you got the isb guys there it looks like it could be very well they're on the hunt for somebody and whether that's cassian or somebody else I, again like i said before I, I like the idea of the cat and mouse that that part of those spy espionage shows are very exciting to me because you feel it in your chest you're like oh my god i'm gonna get caught mm-hmm. oh he just sneaks out or just gets out or something which is also a very star warsy thing like punch it we just get out of the way but just before getting blown away so um a lot of surfacey stuff here looking at these types of photos involves a lot of speculation if you want to you know podcast about it and talk about it because we don't get a lot here but it's fun when you get the imagination going as long as you always know in the end you're not building something up in your head that's not going to end up happening and disappointing in the end uh, that's the fun part of speculation uh, speculation So,
3: yeah. So, Lacey, let me ask you, um, where do you think this is?
0: I honestly don't know. Um, As I said before, and I was kind of joking around about it, I said it before we started recording tonight is it's clear that they shot this at a location that's not in a green screen place, they just set up the green screens after the fact because they're shooting in an actual location. We saw them do this with Canary War for Rogue One. Um, these actually photos, funny enough, are giving me flashbacks to The Last Jedi when they were shooting in Croatia. And we got all those shots of them like with the car exploding and nobody knew what was going on. And then later it was the Father's crashing onto the car and flipping the car yeah. over. Um, So this to me looks like some type of city. It kind of looks like Corellia a little bit from what we've seen of Corellia with like all the scaffolding and everything. But again, we don't know if that's gonna make it into the final cut. Uh, These people do look very upscale dressed. So it could be Coruscant, you know, you you really don't know. the thing that kind of did make me laugh a little bit is typical of Star Wars fans. We see a redhead guy and we're like, it's Cal Kestis, obviously. <laughs> like, that's immediately what people thought when they saw did these people oh, yeah. say that. Oh, wow. Yeah. But uh, I also kind of laughed to myself when John was talking about how these guys are like FBI agents because I've been watching a lot of Criminal Minds and I was like, is this the BA unit, <laughs> BAU unit of <laughs> the Imperials? But uh, more than anything, their pants are ridiculous. I'm sorry, I, I'm never gonna get past imperial like those balloony pants that they have.
3: That's all talking. Uh,
0: yeah, but you yeah. can definitely spot them a mile away. So it does not surprise me that someone passing by was like, "Those clearly look like imperial officers
2: because nobody wears those pants." Uh, and you know, you know what? What's real quick. The 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 guy just just for for the sake I I had spoken with the guy who tweeted this stuff out and uh for clarity and he said that his friend had sent them these to him and they they heard on the pa them telling the actors or extras whoever these people they're reminding them to put on their black robes and hoods to cover their costumes they were, they were being reminded to not be out where the public can see them well, and i remember that all a-
0: failed the assignment
2: <laughs> they failed these assignment.
0: <laughs> These yeah. people are all wearing their clothes from the girl with the, the cute little side bag to everything like they've failed the assignment.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's definitely not an Earth purse. <laughs> <laughs> um to James, me, what do you
3: think? Well, to me, this this looks like um, an airport or a uh like a train station of some sort. It looks like some Space sort port, of yeah. transportation. Well, no, I mean, in real life, it looks. Oh, like, oh yeah. That type of thing because there's like an elevator in the back, background, and then it's like indoor, but it has this like it, I'm sure it's like skylight, uh, lighting or whatever. They're trying to yeah. give you this like open to architecture design. But the thing about usually when they shoot this kind of stuff is like, l- let me tell you what's going to show up in the real movie is, or the show it's like that floor, that railing, maybe that water. That's it. Like you're not gonna see any of this other stuff. I don't. think.
0: Maybe the white wall, but that's like it. Yeah, the white bend, because yeah, it's got that very hard line. Maybe that. Yeah, not, but... I guess that that
3: if theoretically that does kind of look like maybe something they put in place so that it's like the outside of this ship or something like that. Maybe yeah. they're like yeah. what like as if it was like the Titanic and they're like on, getting on board. They're like it's right next to them. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I mean, like this, you, we'll watch this show and we'll totally even forget that this was part of it, I'd bet, you know?
0: Well, that's why I was bringing up The Last Jedi thing is like all the theories that came from that being like, who, we, you know, where are the main characters? Clearly they're going to be doing this and that. And then it ended up to be a scene that none of us even yeah, the put, aired.
3: put it. To, <laughs> yeah, would have put <laughs> you two, know, two together. They, the, um, You are right though, based on these costumes, this looks a little more core world uh, yeah. than it does uh, on the outside. Yeah, so I There's no sand, I obviously. Yeah, I wouldn't put any money no on sand. it being like something very specific, like Hosnian Prime or something like that. But sure. I wouldn't doubt if it was some sort of core world where it was like fancy with a strong imperial presence, you know, or something along those lines. Um, but most of the people there probably don't have any problem with the Empire because they're not actually pushing them around,
0: you know? Right, right, yeah. right.
2: One one of the things like in the back of the photo where, where the ISB guys are, it looks like there is a female version oh, of an ISB unit with the long Oh, jacket. I thought you were gonna say job of the hut, because I see job of the hut right there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it looks like almost like a dress coat type of thing. Yeah. And uh where the legs from the knee down are mm-hmm. uh exposed and then there's a hat she has a hat on which looks like an isb hat so could we be seeing our first female isb officer in star wars as possible that
3: would be cool if there one or not. yeah um
2: yeah. she kind of from this distance which is really
3: crazy distance she kind of reminds me of the the uh like booth person in solo that was like yeah being handed the yeah. yeah i don't know why but like something about the outfit or the hat or something kind of reminds me of uh that particular character
2: And now we can go digging into the cast, being like, who is that? Is that somebody? But it's probably just an extra. Yeah, just an extra or
3: additional person. Um, You guys want to talk a little bit about The Rise of Skywalker? um uh, yeah, speaking Gleason, of officers <laughs> yeah Donald Gleason is um doing the rounds we have talked about this all the time we always laugh about it like anytime they're promoting any movie or any show or anything and they're loosely related to Star Wars people are going to bring up Star Wars so they asked him hey you know uh what are your thoughts about l- looking now a little removed from the sequel trilogy what are your thoughts would you be interested in returning as Hux a couple different articles on this uh promotion cycle um all kind of coming together but um lacy i'm gonna start with you what are your thoughts on uh domino gleason's comments on returning and possibly you know how it all went down for for huck specifically
0: um not surprising in the sense of i feel like every single person like you said that's involved with star wars is getting asked would they come back of course they'd come back it's a paycheck they get to be in a star wars project yes they'd come back um i don't think have we ever heard of someone saying they wouldn't Poe Dameron, maybe.
2: Um, like yeah, Oscar Isaac and Boyega has been a little vocal about it too. But yeah. I mean,
3: oftentimes a lot of people, I don't think that everybody doesn't get asked. You know, sometimes. Yeah. Uh, you know, like Bay's Malbus. Hey, would you return? Like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know? It like, is weird because obviously his character is dead. R. I. P. Yeah. But um, I don't know how he would come back unless it's like obviously before the Force Awakens or something earlier um it was interesting for him to say you know he he wished his character got to hung around a little longer because then it just feeds those people that are like see see what was done wrong but then he goes on to say the movie couldn't be 17 hours long so it's a give and take there but I understand why he would love to come back or why he'd be okay with it because it's another project and who doesn't want to be involved in Star Wars other than that do I think we're going to see him again probably not.
3: Yeah, John mm-hmm. what, what were your thoughts on his comments?
2: Yeah, I think he's yeah, like any actor, you know, you oh, I'd love I'd love to have had more scenes or something like that, yeah. which is expected. Um I and you know, he said, you know, I, I you never see people knocking JJ. He said, you know, but JJ knew what he was doing and you know, we trusted in what his plan was. It seemed like everybody likes Abrams who worked for him. Um I I personally think Hux was had no shot after the Last Jedi. I, I think that I think that character took a hard, you know, sidestep or be, was pushed aside um, from what he was in the Force Awakens, which was this just ruthlessly violent and uh, really antagonistic character that butted heads with Kylo Ren. Um, Last Jedi took Kylo Ren and really pushed him up front and didn't make it one of those. Uh, back and forth between the two, mm-hmm. like we saw in TFA, they were both really struggling Step for power brothers, for kind of for the for the approval of Snoke. He he really took a backseat in the Last Jedi, and I don't know that there was an ability to recover that. Um, I know Colin Trevorrow had ideas where Hux was going to do more of this like uh, behind the scenes manipulation sort of thing, Um but. I think Abrams' focus was on getting the three heroes together and really pushing that because they didn't they weren't together the whole trilogy. So the whole focus was mainly on those three, and a lot of other characters suffered because of that. And I, I get that. So for for the you know the Rose apologists and the Hux apologists and that sort of thing, like that that you're not going to get the 17 hour movie. And mm-hmm. I think that's his point there. And I agree with Lacey. I don't think we're going to see Hux again. I wish we got a better version of Hux because he was so good in the force awakens where a lot of these officers in these star Wars movies are just little bit joke parts. Uh, I apology accepted captain Nita sort of stuff. And he really was a menacing, intimidating, scary, a genocidal maniac. That monologue was insane. Unbelievable. And I, I feel like we lost out on that. And I, I just think they, they, did what they could with it i don't like the whole he was the spy thing that's the one thing of the rise of skywalker I thought was stupid um i thought there was something else they could have done with him but because i remember in the theater when it happened i looked at Lacey i'm like you gotta be kidding me right now i remember saying that you to did you, say that to me he points uh, out like, in this oh, article God. though that he's I like
3: I-, I thought that was weird but then everybody laughed in the audience and was surprised and stuff and he's like oh, no you i know? think he-
2: I think he means they gasped when he got shot, uh, but I could be wrong, but either way, um, I mean, maybe you're right, but I I think most people would say it was a dumb dumb thing. Looking
0: back at going into The Rise of Skywalker, I remember one of my big hopes for that movie was that he was going to take over as the big bad guy.
2: I never thought that. Yeah, We, you, we I, argued that. Anyway. You I never thought, thought it, thought but it, my yeah.
0: hope was that it could happen because I really liked who he was in The Force Awakens. And I had no yeah. idea that Palpatine was going to be involved in any way. Um, so yeah. I was hoping we would get back to that Hux from the first movie.
3: Yeah there's a very yeah. there's a very interesting argument when it comes to hux just in general because like as you mentioned before john like most of these admirals and officers and and captains and things like that that are in these these the original yeah. trilogy They're, they're may, at best, they're like in two of the movies because they just kind of like pop in here and there and then they make like three lines or an appearance appearance here. And we all know them because, you know, they do this and they expand in in, in with the comics and other things like that. But for the most part, it's kind of unprecedented that someone that is just like part of the First Order or like a leader there would have such a, a strong presence in all three movies. Um, so I think there's an argument to be say like, Hey, this guy actually got more screen time than anybody else in oh, yeah. his stature. So you should be glad that he even made it to the third movie whatsoever. So, I, I mean, again, there's that argument, but I, I'm in agreement with you guys too. I think he was a really cool character in the first one uh, showed a lot of promise. And I think like the second one kind of focused elsewhere. So it set him up to kind of be a different type of character. And then, You're exactly right, John, when you mentioned like there was just no time in the in the third one. Like we're not gonna mess around with this we're trying to introduce or intrigue a new plot with him.
2: Yeah. My my guess would be Abrams was like I don't wanna do it just completely cast them aside. What can we do to give him relevance without making it a big plot thing? And they're like, let's just make him a mole.
3: Especially when you're, when the, at, at this point now there's an argument to be made like, well, you didn't need pride. Pride could have been Hux, but they were trying to make pride look True. stronger. They were yeah. trying to say, we have this other guy that is this deep, darker, uh, first order, person, you know what I mean? And he is definitely supposed to be the the
2: top well he's here. the prize the connection to the old empire too, yeah. which is important for the Palpatine. And thing.
3: him him very one upping and taking out and just like showing no remorse for this other character who's been with the movie for three films now is, is supposed to just raise him up as a character.
2: So he goes I'm the spy. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, God, that, God. yeah. Um,
3: yeah, well, I, mean, I don't Hux know. was talking to,
2: I mean, Hawks <laughs> was, Hawks had a meeting with Bulio. That's what that means.
3: Oh yeah, that's true. Um, all right. Well, uh, if there's not much else to talk about, Donald Gleason, we'd love to have him back. You know, if he, if there was a way to somehow get him into one of these Disney plus series that takes place before the force awakens or something that would be cool. We'd love to see it um there were a couple of things that we just wanted to talk about uh quick little notes um new bad batch poster was revealed uh and a very cool one uh so if you haven't checked that out go take a look at it now uh kind of reminds me a lot of um the the old uh star wars original movie posters uh, especially with that looming it's a cool poster up at the top very cool yeah uh, us check yeah. out um also uh there was a lot of stuff that was announced at the Hasbro Fan Fest. Um, probably, I might be over speaking here, but like the most crazy thing or the coolest thing was this Wedges helmet. Um, for a lot of those helmet collectors, uh, that Black Series helmet is like really awesome. And so I think it was kind of like a title piece for them. Um, yeah, John even has one right there. Lacey has one right behind her, too. I do, um, I have the Poe one. Yeah, so these are really cool, and if you want to get wedges, it is now coming, and it is it's been revealed. So go check it out. Um, Lacey, was there and anything Lacey else? Lacey was the yeah. star of the show. Yeah, I mean, oh, was there yeah. anything else interesting? <laughs> <of that? laughs> I was in
0: the fan fest. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. So
2: Lacey, surprise. you were the fan fest.
0: Surprise! So. I was the Star Wars representative, which, according to the comments, <laughs> I represent no one, and I am paid by Hasbro. <laughs> but oh, nice. uh, yeah. yeah, that's, that's the rumor anyway. Um, no, it was super fun. I appreciate Hasbro asking me. They wanted my initial response on what they announced, which they announced um, basically all the stuff that they had had in the pipe uh, pipeline back from January, February, which is cool to finally see them as actual figures. Cause you get the kind of references. You don't get to see the actual things in, in action. Um, they announced the wedge helmet, which is cool. If you're a wedge fan. i'm not so i mean it's cool for those people but i'm still waiting for the kylo ren helmet to make its way back um Mm. and then i just
3: like i just like in battle bots any bot that is a wedge that's (laughs) they're usually the ones that win
0: that is a throwback uh and then then, uh they had the rogue one vintage collection uh general merrick x-wing which is is cool oh, yeah. you know all all vehicles in star wars are cool uh but i'm interested to see what they announce on may 4th they're doing a panel on may the 4th star wars day where they're going to have other reveals so it makes me wonder if they held stuff back for the big star wars mm-hmm. day announcement um i think yellow lightsaber please
2: yeah. <laughs> I, I did i did think it was funny when they were like we listen to fan campaigns We're 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 really dialed in. We're really focusing on what I thought that they were going to announce the saber
0: there. I thought that that was it.
2: And then they go, so here it is, Antak Merrick from Rogue One. I'm like, what what fan campaign for Antak Merrick? But (laughs)
0: honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I thought they were gonna announce something like Ben Solo or something from The Rise of Skywalker that they haven't done yet. Something. Um, or
2: other fan campaigns, yeah. The or room? solo, they, had,
0: you know, plenty of stuff from solo to do. Uh, but hopefully May the Fourth. They they did ask me during the panel if there was something that I would hope to see, and I made sure they knew. Raise yellow yeah. lightsaber. When, so it's out there. When you
3: said that, when you said that too, um, I forget the the Hannah. I think her name was no Jackie Jennings. Remember. Jackie, that's right. Yeah, close.
2: She, you you said a name. <laughs>
3: yeah. When uh when you said that she gave a specific reaction and I don't know if it it was surprised to, it looked surprised to me and it was, I took it immediately as, Oh, she knows, or she knows that's, that's the thing that's coming on May, Mm. May the 4th or, or it was, as John was alluding to, that they're not actually listening to fans at all. And she's like, oh, is that something
2: people want? <laughs> like, she's like, who's who's ready? I do Who, feel yeah. bad,
0: too. There were some people up on screen with me. But it's like when you're in the zone, oh, yeah. you're not really thinking about it. Our buddy uh, Mark Newbold was on the screen yeah. all the yes. way to the left. Yeah. And he said he waved at me. And I feel so bad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's just when you're getting. He
2: he he did one of the Brady Bunch things. He went like this. He Wait. Uh, yes, he went like this and like waved. He was like pointing. Like, oh, I, I feel bad. Mark, Mark, we got to get Mark back.
0: I on. know. He's the best. Uh, but it was a really fun experience. Thanks for everybody that shared pictures of my weird faces that I was making when I couldn't stop laughing. You did
2: a great job. Yeah, it was awesome.
0: Uh, so we'll see. May 4th. Keep your fingers crossed yeah. for me.
3: Absolutely. Um, and the very last thing that we wanted to talk about, just real quick, is that uh, there was a new uh, announcement of a wave of High Republic stories that are coming. No, the interesting thing about this is I feel like it got published a lot as like, check out the next big wave. But like everything that they were talking about had already been announced. Uh, we already knew about a lot of this stuff. However, they did add new details. So if you want to go in and take a look and get a, a better idea of what's coming up in the like kind of second wave of High Republic content. Uh, the comic books and the, the novels and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, go check it out. All that stuff is covered on starwarsnewsnet.com. Uh, and the article, the links to the article should be in the, the description of this video. So that is it for uh, the Resistance Report this week. Uh, Lacey, what's up next?
0: Guys, it's time for the Patreon Pod Race. <laughs> All right, guys, Patreon Pod Race. This is the part where we let our patrons be a part of the show. First of all, you can support us in lots of different ways. You can like this video, comment, subscribe on YouTube. You can follow us on all the podcast apps. Uh, We love Spotify. You can give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much. Uh, You Mm -hmm. can follow us on Twitter at RBATSWNN. Or if you want even more, well, before that, if you also want to follow us on Instagram, that's great too, at The Resistance Broadcast. But if you want more than that, You can head over to patreon.com slash resistance broadcast, starting at $2 a month and going up in the tiers. You get more access, more content. Uh, We're giving our patrons live Q and A's moving forward, which we're really excited about more watch along stuff like that. We have so many cool things planned that we can't wait to share, including as we ramp up for make solo to happen day, where we'll Mm -hmm. figure out ways to get you guys involved. So before we get to the actual part where we get to one of our generals, I want to thank our generals. I've been talking so much, I'm out of breath. So thank you, Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, David Probus, John Ricci, Micah Harrison, Jetta Rosewater, Michael Gaines, Kendall Gellner, uh, Paul Olson, Jake Houchins, Jeff Connery, Oliver Lewis, Dave Hornack, John, oh my God, Frank Grande.
2: <laughs> Who's Brian- Jalala?
0: Uh, Ryan Wara, Hass Aslam, and Val Trichkoff. Thank you hey. so much. I saw a J and then I wasn't looking at a J and my brain was like, that's not a J and that's what happened. So you're welcome. Uh, This week we have Jeremy, General Jeremy, and we asked him a question and this is his chance to then answer said question. The question was, how do you think Star Wars episodes seven through nine will age with fans in 10 to 20 years? Better, worse, or the same? Jeremy, take it away.
1: Hey guys. So this is by far the most difficult question you have posed to me yet and uh i don't know i don't know if it's because of how strongly i feel or how controversial the topic is in general um but i did not care for the sequel um the way some people might um the original is always going to, by far, be the best and, to me, carry the most uh, legacy in this, um, but the uh, the Sequel Trilogy, I loved. Um, the Force Awakens, thinks think it was uh, beautiful and done so good, but the last two movies, I just had lots of problems with and felt rushed, and I don't know, I don't know, uh how my opinion stacks up with the masses i know they were controversial movies in themselves so i uh, know that's how i feel i just i don't see it carrying up uh well over time i i think it'll just be what it is so hope you guys are all great general jeremy out
0: all right jeremy thank you for your answer john what did you think
2: bummer man bummer Um, No, I mean, look, that's what makes this whole world go around in terms of being a fan of Star Wars. People like different things, people dislike things, and you gave uh, your take, and it's uh, an honest one, but um it that that just goes to show you still love star wars you're still going to celebrations and stuff like that even though maybe those weren't your favorite movies and that's that's a great way to be because this ultimately this stuff is entertainment it's not supposed to you know control and run your life so uh you operate a great way as a fan and i know there's plenty more star wars coming that you love and and more importantly than not thanks for supporting us being a general and i hope you and the family are doing well buddy and uh hopefully you know i do uh, see you in anaheim but uh, until then see you in the chats and uh, as always, thanks for being a general. James? Yeah.
3: I mean, and a lot of people agree with that sentiment too, um, particularly the sequel trilogy. I, I tend to still think that, you know, um, given a, a long enough, we said 10 to 20 years, um, that there's going to be a new group of people to to pro and, and revitalize a lot of those things that people didn't like about it and bring uh kind of i mean we've all examined it over examined it but i think there's going to be like those new fresh eyes i don't know how many people were like hated the prequels for years and then they had kids and then they're like oh you know or like or a new generation of people like saying that that was their favorite um you guys actually just talked about that with um with uh, Adam steve Witt. you know or Adam no, Witt too, yeah Okay, but I was going to say with Steve because he said that he was surprised that people would say, like, mm, mm-hmm. you know, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Club. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, would, would be, were their favorite ones. And, and now he's kind of like, yeah, he's not, still not a fan, but like, you know, but it's just going to be that. Um, but yeah, man, uh, you know, again, always, as always, thank you for being a general. Thank you for doing the pod race. And, uh, may the force be with you.
0: <laughs> Jeremy, I really appreciate your honesty here because I feel like it's, easy to say that you love everything and everything's great and everything is awesome type situation Uh, but I really liked how you were like hey it's not for me but that's okay and I like what I like and I think that's what makes the Star Wars fandom some so great at times is we don't all agree on every single thing and we like different parts of different things we like one movie more than the other that's just how the world works so I think the more we can take moments like this and really appreciate each other's opinions and just respectfully be like, okay, cool, is the better off we're all going to be. So thank you for being a general. We really appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. And now we're going to head to John to hear from the rest of the community.
2: All right. Yeah, it is time for Ask the Resistance.
3: I've been wondering, what are chlorians.
2: Okay, we put out a call for questions. You send them in. We talk about them, have a good time, and give you shout-outs and speculate on your Twitter handles, all that good <laughs> stuff. Uh, you can also email us questions. Some people do emails from time to time. Uh, ResistanceBroadcast at gmail.com. Uh, and, of course, if you're a patron, you can send it in the chats or on the Patreon page, wherever. But here we are. We have a few here. Uh, Lacey, we're going to start things off uh, with you. Uh, this is uh, Droid Mechanic at Agent Wawa. Oh, I like droid mechanic. Um, I like Agent, Agent Wawa. <laughs> wonder if they're a fan of uh, Eric Clapton guitar player. I bet you but... they're a
0: fan of Wawa.
2: No, they're not. The wha-
3: You're they're talking not. about the gas station? Yeah. No, we actually discussed mm. that oh. in the chat. <laughs> yeah. And he'd, he'd never heard of it before. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of hard to explain. But it's like I if, if a gas steaks. station was called Subway yeah but you could only you can get these subs and that was subway but you can't find it anywhere else yeah it's kind
2: of i bet he's a fan of the the wawa pedal yeah the uh, guitar effects pedal um all right the question from droid mechanic is before rogue one came out i speculated our heroes would be captured and housed in a prison cell on the death star only to be blown up at the end of episode four that is brutal and he's saying it would have changed episode how we view episode four forever. But uh, lazy what, what do you think? How do you how do you feel about how they ended the story for Cassian and Jin?
0: Um. First of all, again, I really like your name, Droid Mechanic. That's so mm-hmm. funny. Um. You know, it's interesting because I think that was one of the big stories that came out of Rogue One, not just leading into it, but like after the fact when they were talking about like how it came about and who came up with the stories and stuff in the original story they survived but then you have a lot of this explanation of okay but then where did they go (laughs) because they you know there's there's this whole other story that happens and Jin's involved and like all these other things but I think I'm happy with the way that it went and even though it's super depressing and you know you want your heroes to survive and have that happy ending and everything works out I think that this movie in particular reminds us all that um, no one wins in war. There's always casualties. There's always people that get hurt and people that get killed. And it was more about the sacrifice of doing what they needed to do to make sure that hope lived on past them. Um, It was more about the legacy of doing the right thing than the people themselves. It's bigger than them type thing. Um, So... I'm okay that they didn't get out. You know, it is sad again because I really like those characters, but I think that they did the right thing with the story and made it more impactful that they didn't make it out.
2: Nice. Mm. I think it might've been Kathleen Kennedy who made the call. She did. No. She
0: Well, I think she said, did she make the call or did she say like, yeah, you can kill them? <laughs> I'm not sure. I can't remember. Um, it was in an interview and it was, I think Tony Gilroy was like, can I kill them? And it was like, yeah, you can kill them. Like, I remember was when like, they
3: when they the said power. they they sent in the draft, they were like, This doesn't make sense, right? You have to kill right. these characters. So Yeah. Yeah. It, it might be a little bit of both.
0: I think so. And she finally was like, Yeah, sure, go okay. kill. You can kill him. Like they were <laughs>
3: almost expecting them to be dead. But then when they right. didn't kill him, they were like, What what are you doing? Right, right, right.
2: Yeah. All right. Uh, James, Matt Ham at Matt Ham. Way to get your handle, Matt. That's how you do it. So you Hamm. get it done. Um, Matt asked will Star Wars video game characters like Cal Kestis and Darth Revan make it into live action upcoming series or movies now Darth Revan has been very popular with fans this past week uh, also with the rumors of KOTOR coming back a lot of craziness James uh, what do you think especially specifically about these two characters I guess.
3: yeah specifically about these two questions or characters the, the interesting thing here Matt is that these are entirely two different things um One is that Cal Kestis is an existing new canon character that is played by an actor who is very famous for beyond Star Wars, like famous before he was in this and they made his character look like the actor probably and potentially very because there's a good chance that he could play this character in live action. I put... Uh, the way that Disney Plus is going, where they're playing into a lot of this stuff and they're pulling in these characters for an episode here or there, I actually think there's a really good chance that down the line you are going to see a Cal Kestis show up um, in something that takes place in that era where he's he's doing well, um, or he's around that age that you know the Jedi Fallen Order era. The reason I say Darth Revan is a completely different thing altogether. Yes, that's a huge fan favorite. So you would put a lot of money in like, well, if obviously they're going to bring th- this person back. He's tricky because in that area of time that is not canon really at this point, the Knights of the Old Republic stuff, they may want to tell a completely different story, much like how they have basically written out Mara Jade, a very clear fan favorite character that is probably never going to make it into canon. Mm. So when I see Darth Revan, I go, hey, this is cool. And I think there's a good chance that they'll bring him because he is so popular, like a Thrawn. They brought Thrawn back, right? But- there's always the chance that why do that when you have the potential that people are going to be like, oh, they changed it. Oh, they ruined it. And you could completely open the door to be like, that story still exists. Now we've brought this story into existence and it's completely different and it doesn't involve Darth Revan. But if you want Darth Revan stuff, go check it out here. So I think on a probability thing, Cal Kestis more likely. That's a good point. It makes, me, it makes me wonder if
0: if they no, did make Revan goes. happen, how, how angry would people get? That's what scares
3: <laughs> me. Yeah. Oh, you can only, yeah. you got to cast Keanu, and then it, it, everybody, all, all is forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter it's, what it yeah. is. It's Keanu, so you're okay with it. <laughs> that's what... It,
2: that's my biggest fear with the old Republic stuff is—the the can of worms that would unleash. The, the people are just not prepared for that. Um, and
0: expectations, especially with high. what
3: happened. Well, gatekeeping, yeah, um, you know, like yeah, exactly. Already, if, if you they can were, tell
2: those fans are yeah about something. Yeah, I wouldn't even if I was Kathleen Kennedy, I'd be like, nah, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> um, or they or she like she gets mad enough where she brings him back and he gets like, um, killed. Like, she kills him in the first
3: minutes. scene. Just, just like
2: like Drew Barrymore in Scream. Just like put him in there. Just <laughs> yeah. You visit gone. Lucasfilm and you see her yelling out the window.
3: We're gonna make our own new, uh, Knights of the Own Republic, yeah, right. and it's gonna be <laughs> right. better.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah.
3: Right. <laughs> you don't know who um, she's yelling
2: at. it's Just out the window. <laughs> that, sometimes that's how you get things done. Yeah. Uh, all right. So last one here is from Hondo Onaka. All right. Whoa. But, fan of the show. Andrea Marser. What's up, Andrea? Hmm. Um, unless it's Hondo posing as Andrea, we're <laughs> yeah. not really sure. <laughs> Hondo, but,
3: way to not get your handle <laughs> right. Yeah, way to go, you mixed Hondo. Mixed up all the letters.
2: Um, they asked, "What are the chances we will see Rex's death portrayed in the Ahsoka series?" That's interesting because then you have to get Tamir Morrison back. Uh, he's busy right now, obviously filming the book of Boba Fett. Um, I assume we'll see him pop up in other stuff. He's on. He loves being back. He he loves the star treatment he's getting. He joked about that in his interview uh, that he did with some local New Zealand um, news uh, um, station. But
0: the one where they were touring his garage.
2: His wait, it's like weight room <laughs> or whatever. My yeah, garage. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's like that's my it's my workout station over there. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I could see that. I actually. I think we're going to see Ahsoka's death in the Ahsoka series. Yeah, so me too. I, I think all bets are off. I think if Ahsoka dies, Rex probably dies too. Are we looking at another Rogue One situation? Um, I don't know. It would be cool to see Ahsoka die saving Ezra. And then Ezra gets to go off and, and appear, like Lacey said, with Rey and stuff. And we get to see an old man, Ezra, bopping around. Um, but I'm, oh, man, I think the chances are good. Can I because say I one thing
0: ter- really quick? T- you forgot yeah. that sh- she—I'm assuming Andrea is a girl. I'm sorry. Uh, she said crying face, like emoji,
2: sad, very sad. Yeah, uh, I would assume. <laughs> I mean, who? Imagine she's like, "Do you think <laughs> she's
0: so we're gonna see
2: Rex's hard <laughs>
0: eyes? The hard yeah. eyes emoji?
2: <laughs> yeah. I, like,
0: I,
3: I bet if you see a hates Rex, death, I. I get this feeling that you you won't see Rex. You'll see him. He'll be there, but you, I don't think you'll see yeah. him die. I think they'll push a moment where he's like, he's like, I should have went before her. She didn't deserve. To well, I, kind I'll of say this.
2: I, I I hope we do because I there I, I feel like there needs to be I don't know Rise of Skywalker with the cloning, but there has to be an end game with the cloning in Star Wars in terms of the timeline. Uh, where we just gotta cut it, cut the cord. The next and bad we gotta... batch. <laughs> right, oh, so batch two, even so batchier, batter. <laughs> even badder. Yeah, I, I, I just feel, I, I'm, I've been cloned out for a while, the and I feel, I feel like these these characters keep popping up, and they keep creating new things to like. Like how much freaking Captain Rex do we need? I'm sorry guys. Like it's it's I'm enough. getting
0: John feels about the Bad Batch, the way he feels about Fast and Furious. He's like another one.
2: And well, it's not it's not even the Bad Batch. cuz Rex isn't part of the Bad Batch, I know, but, it's, but it's it's it it's just I just you, you're not think gonna we're
3: not going to see Bad 9, the Bad Saga.
2: <laughs> no, probably not. Probably not. I'm not going to see Fast 9 either. That franchise stinks.
0: I think it looks fun.
2: Let's I'm very a, excited a, for let's, it. Let's, let's take our Honda Civics to outer space when the first movie' <laughs> about stealing DVD players break. <laughs> the bad, uh, All bad right so, sa- so the bad I'm gonna saga. say <laughs> I'm gonna end my my time here uh, by saying I think uh we could see it and I think Tamara Morrison likes paychecks and I think that goes a long way so uh, we'll see hopefully he gets a good death so people don't freak out Akbar style but again this is Star Wars and you don't always get the death you want. And that's the way it works. But all right. Good that's answer. It. Good answer. Feet we want to thank feature. everybody for uh, listening, watching, <laughs> being a part of TRB. Make sure you do subscribe to the show. Like Lacey said before, all audio podcast apps. And of course, right here on the channel. We're marching towards 7,000 subscribers. Uh, we'd like to hit 10K. That'd be our next goal. So uh, keep Spreading the word about the video format, even though I know most of you do listen to the show. Uh, StarWarsNewsNet.com for all of your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. Make Solo 2 Happen Day, May 24th, Monday. Get it in your brain. Get it in your calendars. Get ready to tweet out hashtag Make Solo 2 Happen. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Hoey and at StarWarsNewsNet.com and my movie podcast, Nostalgia Style, at Just Like the Movies, uh, on all your podcast uh, apps as well. Uh, James? Uh, you can find me on
3: Twitter and Instagram, at Meyer Trunks. And I don't know if this is actually like the time or place to announce it or whatever, but I think I think we are going to, or at least I'm probably going to be doing some sort of like Bad Batch review so- something. Oh, I thought clients. you were
0: going to say you're doing the Bad Saga. I just got so Oh, excited. no.
3: <laughs> no, no, no. So, But, but if it's successful yes. and we like it, you can look forward to my reviews of B9, yes. the Bad Saga. Yeah, it's coming out. <laughs> um but no um yeah so uh if you liked what we what i did at least for uh with the clone wars uh fan show um where i was kind of like reviewing the episodes and talking a little bit about them and kind of opening up the the uh discussion um it's likely that i'll probably be doing something for bad batch as well so uh look forward to that
0: we gotta come up with a clever name
2: it's called bad chats (laughs) this is why we do this stuff off air.
0: (laughs) oh Um, it's getting started
2: (laughs) no for sure for sure um yeah james is gonna be all over that and that starts may 4th right may 4th yeah
3: 70 minute episode
2: (laughs) yes and apparently uh i don't know if they're doing more than one season but it's going to be more than just like an 80 80 episode thing like uh, clone wars so um you got your work cut out for you all right Lacey.
0: People can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin. praying to and Hasbro gods on May the 4th.
2: Give and me the gold. Of gods, <laughs> you can see us on Thursday with a new episode where we're going to interview the man who made this album. John Powell, the composer of Solo, will be joining us. can't miss i'm just gonna say that can't miss uh it's gonna be an amazing episode so if you're a fan of solo if you're a fan of star wars music uh we have an academy award nominated star wars composer on the show so um join us on thursday but uh until then enjoy your weeks um stay awesome we love you and we'll see you next time right here on resistance broadcast
1: see you around kids